Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening uh, to all of you tuning in from around the world. We're celebrating season 24. Uh, today, my co-creative partner is Lori Rayon. Our topic is Lemuria Awakening. Um, you can reconnect with your ancient family, your Lemurian Telosian family from Talos, and just open up to receive all the ascension guidance, and that's why we come together here. So welcome home, beautiful souls, and all of you courageous crusaders of higher consciousness. Uh, this is your safe haven, a sacred space, and a soulful sanctuary to feel ignited and empowered. Uh, this is a unity community designed to uplift you and liberate you. It's my greatest intention that you feel an unwavering sense of acceptance, belonging, safety, oneness, and unity here. Uh, the frequencies of cooperation, collaboration, kindness, and compassion flowing here always so that you know and feel fully seen, welcomed, and loved here. Consider this a plentiful, prosperous new earth paradise and a cosmic playground to see your sacredness, claim your role as a conscious creator, and experience a delightful rediscovery of your divinity. You know, let's all intend for a revival, restoration, and renewal of your health, your wealth, your soul's radiance, a complete reality reset. Um, may you all receive the cosmic gifts presented here as you proclaim your readiness and availability to receive um, pearls of peace and prosperity and the divine energies to purify and activate your voice, your vision, and your vessel. And may you also receive the activations of wisdom, wonder, and worthiness to bless your ascension journey. So thank you uh, for being here uh, and really honoring this community with your love and presence today. So now just sit back, relax, breathe, open, and receive. Uh, we're very grateful that you're here today. Uh, I do want to invite you to subscribe to our show if you haven't already. It's a free platform at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You'll find everything. Um, you also have our replays there as well as iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, or Stitcher. And we would love to see you in our private Facebook group or on Instagram. And now my favorite question, what is the best that could happen today? Set a clear, empowered, personal intention for you, whatever you want to happen, whatever you wish to gain or experience. Uh, my intention with our journey is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into healing, vitality, and empowerment for all of us. Uh, you're welcome to write in. Let us know how you're feeling throughout the show and our webcast and I'll be checking in. And now about my wonderful co-creative partner. Lori Rayon is an internationally known interspecies communicator and soul healer. Her gifts allow her to speak to the animals and the angels and translate their messages to humanity. She recognizes the cetaceans as the ancient beings and master healers on the planet, and she works in sacred partnership with Master Cat Puda and the whales and the dolphins. She's also a filmmaker, 
And in June of 2015, uh, they released their amazing transformational film, Ascension Guidance, Living in Your Sacred Heart. Um, and also, she works in, her work includes boat trips and retreats to interact with the wild and free dolphins and whales. Uh, she's also an animal communicator and teacher, a certified Akashic Records consultant, a life path intuitive, and a telepathic teacher. Uh, in 1994, she suffered an accident with complications. Uh, where she had a near-death experience. Uh, she actually died for about six minutes. She subsequently lived in Baja, Mexico, where she began interacting with the local dolphins and whales, being taught their wisdom, and writing their stories and prayers. And currently, Lori and Master Cat Puda, they work as an ascension team. They operate the Omnidimensional Mystery School in Oceanside, California. And again, we're talking about Lemuria Awakening today. Um, We'll talk about working with the ascended whales and dolphins to experience healing and create your luminous living light body. Um, we'll talk about realigning with your soul's mission, reconnecting with your Lemurian family, acknowledging this portal or gateway into Mount Shasta to create your very own sacred ceremony with the Telosians there. Um, and we're going to talk about how, to, how we lived in Lemuria during the first golden age. So um, I love, love, love my time with so uh, let's get started. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Lori as I welcome her back. So hi, my friend. Hi. It's great to be back. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. And hi to Puda. Hi, Puda, too. Hi, yes, Puda is right here. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, I love this topic, as you know, and I love that we're highlighting all of this. And, you know, you you have a great deal of wisdom and knowledge on Lemuria. Let's talk about, um, you know, you remembering your um, your experience there. When did that happen that, you know, all of these uh, memories ignited and, and you remembered your time there? Uh, it started in 2010. Uh, I'd heard the word Lemuria, and of course I'd always wanted um, to spend more time in Hawaii. For those that mm -hmm. don't know, the Hawaiian Islands are part of the remnants of a continent that was once called Lemuria, that most of it has sank, and so the remnants are there. Also in um, and under Mount Shasta, up in Northern California, is one of the places where the, mm -hmm. the Lemurians went when the catastrophe, or whatever you want to say, occurred. And they still live there in peace and harmony, and they call themselves uh, the city of Telos, or some some call it Shambhala. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so I started to experience uh, just that calling to want to return as most of us. We call it now a lot of us 5D reality, you know, to return to a, a world of peace and harmony where everyone creates their own reality. They don't feel that someone else is telling you where to go or what to do or taking your freedom away, that we totally mm -hmm. embrace each other's diversity in each other's talents and we yeah. encourage each one to create their own own reality and that can only occur when we're living in a society um, where people live in their hearts you know they've surrendered the mind and the analytical process and they are truly listening to the heart which is what i would say the operating instructions for our lives are there mm -hmm. um, embraces love in all aspects exactly Unity consciousness, yeah. Um, unity community. Lori, um, I know that you spent a lot of time in Hawaii and, of course, in, in um, Mount Shasta as well. 
Um, any stories or experiences there when you've had these retreats? Um, or how about it in Mount Shasta with the Telosians? Any direct experience there? Well, when you go to Mount Shasta, I think I think every single person at some level will tell you that they can feel the difference in the vibration because we've entered into that 5D energy because of the Telosian community that's been there for now 26,000 years. It's a long time. And the mountain is so spectacular, it just stands alone. You know, it's not like there are other mountains to look at or other scapes. It's It's just incredible to behold, you know. But when you're there, the first thing I think that everybody notices, and certainly I do, is that we're living in almost perfect synchronicity. If you think of something or you want to go shopping for something or you want to meet someone uh, just within 24 hours or even less, it's going to happen. The universe is, you know, the law of attraction is very accelerated there. To wherever you need or want, it's just given. It's incredible. <laughs> I could tell yeah. a story I was in. Uh, in my car with, this is a few years ago. I mean, I go all the time, so this is just one trip. And I was with my sisters, and I was with Puda, and we pulled up to the store. Uh, we were going to two stores. There's two main stores there for shopping. And Puda said, don't get out of the car. And I said, why? And she said, just, just don't get out of the car. And I said, why? And she said, can you just sit here for a minute? <laughs> I said to my sisters, okay, Puda and I are going to sit in the car. And not even a minute later, my friend Matisha pulled up directly in front of me in his car. And I had been trying to reach him for before I got there for like a week to ask him to play some of his beautiful songs at our retreat. And whatever reason, we weren't connecting on the phone. There he was, right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, synchronicity, everything beautiful. He and came that. over and he said, wow, I wanted to meet Pooty. Here she is, you know. So we were able Aww. to set up. Another story, quick story, is I was looking at a beautiful crystal book in one of the homes I was staying at. This is years ago. And I saw this uh, angel aura crystal picture of it. And my heart connected with it, you know, in, in the book. And so the next thing we did is we started taking things back because the retreat was over that we had borrowed. And we had a lot of big crystals that had come from my friend Wendy's friend. So we started taking them everything back. I walked into her house, and she had, like, sells crystals for a living. She had rows and rows and rows, boxes and boxes. And the first thing I did is my body just went to the kitchen counter, and there was a tray of angel aura crystals. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> what I'd been looking at 15 minutes before. I Those are some crystal. of my favorite ones. They're so I, beautiful. I wear it almost every day of my life. I love that crystal so much. Right. I do too. My angel auras, they truly are some of my favorite ones. They're just, they're absolutely beautiful. Um, so you, I mean, do you have direct memories of your time though in, in Lemuria? Um, you know, there, we, you know, I have had, well, I've had memories as well. And, and I've had some of my soul sister friends on this show, um, San Ra is one of them. She was she's a Lemurian priestess and a, um what what are your memories of your um your experience there? Because I just spent a week with San Ra. She was one of our speakers. Oh, that's right. She <laughs> told me that. I just remembered. Yeah. <gasps> that's of right. Her. Oh she's my a... goodness, I forgot. Oh. Yes, yeah, she had told me um oh, how great. Was it wonderful? It was wonderful, and I had not met her before. I'd only heard of her. Oh, so. she's one of Fun. my greatest little sisters. I love her. <laughs> yeah, and she got to play with her. That, she just emailed me, too, and said she's traveling in her RV with her husband now. They're taking oh, yeah, always. Redwoods, yeah. you know. And she uh -huh. said, 
I swear, with my eyes, I saw Puda lying here in the RV. And I said, <laughs> visiting. But well, she wants to travel, and we're home now, and we're not traveling. And she saw son Ross traveling, so she went up to see her. <laughs> and, I read her oh, and then she said, I saw her get on top of my husband's chest because he had a cold. And she healed him in her etheric body, and I saw it with my eyes. And I said, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that would be right. <laughs> For those of you listening who are wondering who Puda is, Master Cat Puda um, and Lori are, are really a they're an ascension team together, and um, any any <laughs> brief understanding of that you want to give to the audience if they're new to you, Lori? Yeah. She's she's in a cat's body, and she's 14 <laughs> now, and this is the third female incarnation. She is my partner. She is my partner. Actually, we're a couple of the speakers at the event too. They looked at us and they said, "You're not even two beings anymore. You're you're like completely joined." And I went, "Yeah, we are." I mean, we're completely <laughs> oh. there. And, you know, we are. That's it. I mean, she's. You, you might think animals don't know much about business or about science or medicine or school, but they do. They know everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. And she chooses yes. to use her knowledge to, to help people heal and to guide them. And Well, you know, you've had her on the show where she speaks about her cosmology classes. She's mm-hmm. a whiz with mm-hmm. our knowledge. You know, she knows where everybody's from. So she likes it. Right. <laughs> right, right. And we've talked about so many things when you've been on the show. You have so much wisdom, Lori. You know, when it, you know, we've talked Most about. Of I got from her. <laughs> What's that? Most of it I got from her. Yeah. She's just, yeah. She's well, a it's. Um, wise one, an old soul. And we love her. And she's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, how do I explain it? Uh, she continues to surprise us all. <laughs> uh, we uh, love Puda. Uh, was was yeah, Puda um, in Lemuria uh, as well? What's that? She was out in the lobby meeting people, so she just made that whole oh, hotel. Oh, with Once they came in the hotel, like, oh, okay, here we are, you know. <laughs> Were the anyway. two of you connected in Lemurian times? That's a really good question. That is a really good question. I can't honestly I can't honestly answer that. I think so, but not direct memories. I think that she was no, I'm not well, if so, I don't think she was a cat. She would have been a dolphin. Okay. And right. so but memories um really are centered around um Maui. That's where I have most of my where Maui is now. And Kauai. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. on the big island. I don't rem- have actual memories of when Lemuria sank and the and the Lemurians left what we would now call the Hawaiian Islands, and rode to Mount Shasta and created their community there. I was not a part of that at that time. I am now. Mm-hmm. I go there all the time, and I see many friends, and I'm always welcomed there. And, of course, they encourage mm-hmm. me to bring groups there. But when mm-hmm. that actual event happened, I'm pretty sure I died. Pretty sure, pretty sure I died mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. to reincarnate and come back. Right, right. But, and... Have you connected, I'm sure you have, with Adama in, in Talos? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's a, <laughs> what would you describe him as uh, there in Talos? Sort of the, um, what well, kind of a, title? I would say president, but I don't know if president does him justice because we don't always think of a, a kind, loving person as a president. <laughs> leader maybe or something yeah I mean he's a very benevolent 
mm-hmm. loving, wise man that, you know, carries the, the history and the knowledge of Lemuria and cares deeply, and I wanna, you know. I want to talk about the dolphins and the whales because they um, were a big part of Lemuria, and you work with the ascended ancient whales and dolphins, you know, as part of your your healing work. And um, uh, did a lot of the dolphins and whales also go to to Talos? Well, the ones that did would have would have reincarnated into a human body because okay. there's no you know, motion there. So okay. remember. We're all multidimensional, so I don't think everybody that's currently in a dolphin body has always been a dolphin or sure. a whale. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of the whales tell me there's they're a multidimensional presence. Sometimes like a hundred dolphins living inside a whale. So like the archives. Yeah. Yes. So do you work with the dolphins and the whales daily? I do. I do. Even when I go up to the mountains I still do, yeah. I very much do. Huh. Yeah. And so how do they support you in your work? Is it with physical healing? Is it spiritual healing or everything and anything? Well, it's both. But I would say the part of me that's in dolphin school right now is learning mm-hmm. about our DNA. They're experts in our DNA. And they are the epigeneticists, they say, of the world. In 2008, they got permission from Prime Creator to begin to activate dormant parts of the human DNA for the people that are wanting to wake up, to accelerate, to access their old memories, heal their bodies, you know, go through whatever mm-hmm. is yet to go through and to mm-hmm. come to the other side. Uh, right. In our school, the Whale and Dolphin Energy Medicine School, we have two modules. We, the first module is with the humpback whales, learning to heal and clear, and then bring in uh, templates to create light body. And the second template is all with dolphins. Dolphins are, are, are whales, but they're toothed whales. So their abilities allow them to fine-tune with their sonar uh, the actual strands of DNA and how the, the information can be released that's stored in the DNA, both toxic and also, you know, beneficial memories and so forth and gifts that we have that are stored. All right. How would you encourage our listeners to connect with the dolphins or the whales for support with the activation of their DNA? Um, I would ask them to consider having a, a session to to immerse themselves in it. It's, it's, it's orchestrated by the dolphins. They're templates that are given to us, and there are 12, 12 of them. And these dolphins mm-hmm. tell us um, the person gets to set intentions for what they want. I also should say that in the way it's been structured through the whale and dolphin community, is the whales work with you first. That's just how they do it. They, they do an amazing amount of healing and clearing and restoration uh, of your body, preparing you for this, I don't know how do I say it, fine-tuned surgery, which is later mm-hmm. comes with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I mean, we're going to talk about your offer later, but, you know, some of the elements are, that are included are messages from the dolphins and whales and the meditations, um, uh, with them as well, uh, for those of just, you who are interested in that, um, that are listening. The dolphins and whales have several processes, actually. Like, even if they came across you and you were swimming, you know, in the water near them, they would ask your higher self if they can work on you. If they mm-hmm. can, you know, they have to have permission. But the whales would go first. That's just how it works. They have a whole process set up that is orchestrated for your highest and best good, and it's amazing. So, 
Yeah. And someone had asked when you mentioned earlier um, about, you know, we, we've done a whole show on connecting with your galactic lineage with you. And they were asking about that. And one of the um, pieces of your uh, um, special offer is connecting to your soul family um, and your galactic lineage. So if you want to find out who you are as a soul or your galactic history, that's going to be in there as well. And um, so I just wanted to mention that because Susan asked that in our in our webcast. So, um, very powerful. So, yeah, absolutely. And remember what happened when the earth was reseeded with our, the 12, uh, star families that helped put us back together. And not only put us back together, they gave us new gifts from their heritage, you know, from these different mm-hmm. ascended worlds. So the human that exists now has incredible potential. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. we're called the golden by them because you know, they all gave us of their finest gifts more than even they have. So as they develop, I mean, like the universe is watching to see what we're going to do with these amazing gifts that have been seeded into our DNA as we awaken. Mm-hmm. We're going to be very well, popular. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we talk about, I mean... Everything that we talk about on this show, as you know, is all about ascension, you know, moving into this new golden age. And and really, Lemuria um, existed during the first golden age. So let's talk a little bit about how we lived at that time in Lemuria yeah. during the first golden age. So the timeline is really 26,000 plus years ago. Many people associate the word Lemuria with the continent of Mu, with M-U, Mother Mu. It was a very large continent. Of course, it's broken up now, uh, even into, we would say, the Cook Islands, Tonga, American Samoa, you know, all, all of those islands that are part of Polynesia are still remnants of Lemuria. But the, the core of Lemuria itself, where, where I would say the elders lived, uh, mm-hmm. is in Eo Valley, which is part of Maui. So, But what, what, what their template was, what they've shared with me, and this is one of my first memories, is where everyone gets to do what they loved to do their entire life and they're coached to a certain point to to help find that to find that path that no one has to work uh like a job like we do now that they don't like for eight hours a day uh, in their whole life they're always guided to explore and you know journey and educate yourself to find out what it is that you really do want to do so when you do start working um usually you're in your like 30s and you'll only work about six hours a day because they want you to still be a a valid member of the community and to play. I mean, they're big on play, okay? They understand the great power of joy. Um, Money is experienced as a tool in sharing, in exchanging goods and services with conscious stewardship. So it's money isn't at all like we have it now. Uh, Everyone works together. Um, There's no lack of anybody running out of money or running out of any type of product or service. So there's no fear. Can you imagine? Uh, mm-hmm. It was not even a word for I'm sorry until we created the communities later of Atlantis because no one had ever done anything to harm anyone. Isn't that beautiful? Let's go back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're, we also were in direct communication with the angelics, with benevolent extraterrestrials, including the Palladians, with the elemental kingdoms, communicated telepathically with all of the animals and everybody played and danced and sang together uh, mm-hmm. like one big kindergarten but with wisdom 
<laughs> That's funny. Yeah, there were a lot of just circles and dancing and, you know, it's, you know, a lot of the memories that have come up with me, especially with, with San Ra, um, you know, just all the, the, the Lemurian priestesses would get in these circles and dance and um, and just sing and play. And there was so much beauty and, you know, just there were flowers and and I, it was just idyllic. And, it was very tropical. Um, absolutely, yes. That, that, that uh-huh. time plate came about. And everybody, you know, had a family, so to speak, but they also had extended families. So one of the things I liked the best is when the child was born, uh, you could probably ask that child up until maybe they're six, seven, eight years old who their parents are, and they wouldn't even know because they're raised by a community. And they pass the child around and say, I'm your mom, I'm your dad, I'm your mom, I'm your, I'm your mom, I'm your dad, I'm your mom. They don't they don't expect the birth parents to raise the child uh, because they think they're too young to really know how to raise the child. When you're at that age, you should be birthing more children and letting the elders and the, the community raise the children and, and bring them all together to play together and to experience themselves. So the children can run into anyone's home that's in their community go to sleep or have dinner or, you know, educate themselves, play with the other kids. They don't have a specific home, a specific mom and dad. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're here to reignite is a lot of the, the unity and the beauty and, um, yeah, well, they you say see, to raise a unconditional, job. yeah, we're doing the it. unconditional love for everyone. Um we have a few people that are that are asking, Lori, how how would they connect or reconnect with their Lemurian heritage or their Lemurian family? What would you say to that? Well, I would say the first step is to ask. So I have a beautiful prayer. Why don't we just do the prayer together? That'll get the ball rolling. Okay, okay let's do that. <laughs> it's a prophecy and a prayer. Go into your heart, close your eyes. We have heard the call to return. The sacred earth known as Mother Moo calls us. We ask to be the hands and feet of spirit and bring the voices of truth into this world. The ancient Lemurian truths will speak through us for us all to hear. We are the oracles of prophecy. We are servants of the light. We are conscious creators. We are called to connect to the ancient Lemuria to rebirth the template of unity. Together with the ancient whales who are the elders, the dolphins, and the celestial and ancient beings of light, we have come to open our light bodies and DNA with the Lemurian codes of creation. Madame Pele will guide us. We have answered the call of our souls. And so it is. Thank you, Lori. And everyone listening, I want to remind you, if I didn't say it at the beginning, Lori's going to lead us through a, a group meditation. Um, Lori, describe what we're going to do as a group. Um, I believe you're going to take us to Lemuria, through Hawaii, or just describe what what. what you want a Lemurian journey, let's just say that. Yes, so, that's a good way to put it. Okay, Terry, mm-hmm. let's just do a little piece of information here that I think okay. will help people start to structure how they're feeling about all this and maybe what they're remembering. So I wrote this channel, and it's called Aloha, Beloved Ones. Please connect with me to Lemuria. We hear the calling to paradise once again. 
It is a place our soul knows well, a place of eternal beauty and peace. As lightworkers and people who are committed to creating peace on earth, we are called to connect to the ancient Lemuria to rebirth the template of unity. We are one with all life everywhere, and it is our destiny to create it in our lives and to share it with others. It is time to return to creating and living from the sacred place of your heart. Do you feel the call to reconnect and to perhaps return to paradise, to co-create with the ancient ones? We call them the dolphins and whales. Will you join on this journey now into our past, into your own consciousness? If you are connecting now to the energy of the word Lemuria, you once walked upon our planet during that first golden age. You were embodied and existed in your light body while still in physical form. You played among the angels, you played among the dolphins, and communicated directly with the whales in the oceans. During this ancient time, your gifts were fully activated that allowed you to be fully clairvoyant and clairaudient. Communications among us were open and free. We all tuned to the energies of the pod mind, which is living and creating for the good of the many, where everyone benefits. You existed in service to the light of our Creator. You were a conscious creator, co-creating with others for the highest and best good of all there is and for your community. Beloved humans, we are the voices of the Lemurians. We are your brothers and sisters of light from a fifth dimensional existence now that's linked to a 3D world called Earth. We are here to remind you that this is the lifetime that you have waited for. The promise is being fulfilled as you are now receiving the callings and activations in your bodies that allow you to wake up and remember the truth about who you really are. This is the lifetime that you were called to return to a place of peace and harmony as you remember the true essence of your soul. This is the time to remember who you are in the sense of how you were born, what you said you wanted to do, what you promised you wanted to remember, and now connecting full circle back to your Lemurian heritage. We are the Lemurians that still exist here on Earth and have yearned for this opportunity to connect to you through this calling. It is time to connect yourself as a being of light and raise your vibration. It is time now to connect to the great cetaceans, who are, of course, the elders, the dolphins and whales of planet Earth. It is time to go within and activate the codes of creation that are within your very body to restore the memories and the gifts that are yours to claim. I am Lori Rion. I am a voice for Lemuria. Mm, I love that. That was beautiful, Lori. Um, yeah. I You know, I stay here often. Um, you know, we're paradise partners, you know, recreating um, this new golden age and, and paradise, this new heaven on earth. And, um, and so any of you who are listening or will be listening, you know, we always say if you're drawn to a show like this, of course you were a part of that beautiful civilization and you're here now for a very um, uh, purposeful reason <laughs> to ignite a lot of the things that Lori is sharing. And Lori, I want to um, highlight something that I had mentioned at the beginning of the show, which was, you know, reconnecting with um, the Lemurian family in Talos and um, acknowledging this portal or gateway into Mount Shasta to create 
a sacred ceremony with the Telosians. Um, in terms of doing that, I mean, is it really just saying out loud or declaring this acknowledgement of that gateway there? Um, and then, but how would they create their own sacred ceremony right. to connect with the Telosians? Well, there is no one answer to this, and, and, and I, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but I do want to tell you that these beings are living in what we call a 5D reality. So even mm -hmm. the tiniest negative thought would completely destroy their civilization. So if you're attempting to go into Telos and you're not succeeding, you're not clean enough yet, you're not clear enough yet in your thought forms to go into Telos. And that doesn't mean that they won't come out to meet you or to take you into one of their healing chambers or even into, I would say, the, the uh, when you first arrive there, there's this beautiful clearing with beautiful fountains uh, where they meet and greet people. Um, but to go into the community itself, um, it does require you to be very clear. And I think there was at least, now, and things have changed a lot now too, but three or four years before I, I was not accepted yet into that community. I, I, I got to like go through these hallways and tunnels. I was taken into a cave once. Another time I was taken into like an outdoor dwelling, but it was outside of Mount Shasta on the side of the mountain. And I met interesting people, and I met Pleiadians, and they all said the same thing. Just keep keep, keep asking, you know, yeah. keep working with your vibration. But I didn't have enough self-love yet to go into that community. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's something that people, you know, can relate to. It's uh, if you have feelings of not being worthy or not good enough or, you know, negative thoughts flow through your mind for whatever reason. I'm not criticizing you. I'm just telling you you want to continue to clear that and to always raise our vibration to a place where you really can see yourself as divinity embodied. And that's when you can go into one of these sacred places and be welcomed because you won't do any damage with your thought forms. Does that exactly. make sense? Oh, absolutely. That's why, you know, raising our vibration here as a group is always so important and just purifying, continuing to purify, you know, the mental body, the emotional body, the spiritual, the physical body, um, to harmonize with these higher frequencies and higher, um, frequency fields. Um, and there are a lot of healing chambers, uh, there as well once access is gained. Um, uh, so that's, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, well worth pursuing, though. Whatever happens. Absolutely. <laughs> I would encourage you to continue doing it. Um, mm -hmm. And I would ask you to, you know, get out a pad and paper and take an inventory of what processes you're using every day. You know, how do you wake up in the morning? Uh, I do a unity breath in the morning. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm saying it's almost perfect, though. You know, I, I, before I get on the phone or on the computer, I, I, I always try to do it outside. I want to connect to nature first. And I want to balance the energy in my body. And I didn't know how to do that for years and years and years. I had to learn that. So that became a part of my, my daily toolbox, so to speak. I also walk around my house now and I drive. I blaze the violet flame wherever I go. Mm -hmm. now this, is, this is the energy of the whales. This is the energy of clearing at the subatomic level any kind of negative energy. Exactly. I went to while I painted my house, purple, well, not my house, but the fence and the deck purple. I wear purple clothes. I mean, I'm completely committed to the violet flame. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All of these colors, they're they're very powerful, and to and to implement them into our daily practice is important. 
And I do the same with the violet flame, the magenta fire, the white flame of purity. You know, these are the some of the be most beautiful tools, along with the, the light beings who support with that, to help us purify. And um, if if any of you have questions, I know a few of you are writing them in. Um, I'll take some questions here. Um, Shannon Lori from Columbia had asked, um, uh, first of all, she said, thank you, Lori. This is fascinating. I'm curious about the Lemurians, um, how they envisioned their relationship with property. Was it simply stewardship? I'm hoping that we can consciously co-create and sustain a nourishing planet. Um, Somebody owns things. You know, right. the, the earth isn't for sale, so to speak, you know. The fact that you even think that you could own something on the planet and know that you're in a transitional body doesn't even make sense, does it? Yeah. I mean, even the the ones that are living thousands and thousands of years still know. Uh, I can direct you to the books of Telos. Telos 1, Telos 2, Telos 3, Telos 4. Um, Aurelia, I think Louise, Aurelia Louise has passed over now, but she was... Uh, the world's probably most recognized channel for Telos. And she wrote about the hierarchy. She wrote about the educational system. Uh, she wrote about how the animals are the great teachers there, along with the elders. You know, that the, the animals, everybody's telepathic, she wrote. Uh, you know, how, how the government's organized, so to speak. It's not government like we have, but it is government in the way everything's structured for them to meet with other benevolent societies outside of Earth, you know. These are star travelers, okay? They don't just stay in the mountain. They travel. They're also very connected to Hollow Earth or Gotha. Um, mm -hmm. So... Do you if want you to say want... more about that? Although I, I could feel people, as you mentioned, Hollow Earth and Agartha. Um, talk a little bit about that, your understanding. Again, the society itself is underneath Mount Shasta. Uh, it's called Telos. Uh, it's also called Shambhala. Many people... And it, it has portals and gateways that lead to all over what we would call hollow earth, which is the society that's living beneath your feet, which is another – I mean, the interior of earth is peaceful. Uh, it's a 5D reality. It's filled with beautiful uh, communities of light, elemental, com you know, communities of light, uh, earth, air, fire, and water beings, dragons, uh, crystals. Pleiadians, there's beautiful Pleiadian temples within the earth. Um, it's something to explore. And that's, uh, if you like what you're hearing, we, uh, Seth, uh, that's my partner, Puda, has done uh, two amazing classes on Hollow Earth. I think they're about four hours each. And they are on our website, on our replay page. And goes wow. into lots of detail about Hollow Earth. Uh, which I knew nothing about. I, I didn't have anybody hand me a book where I could read about it. Uh, I've done my exploration with her uh, in meditation, and I really loved it. Mm -hmm. Really loved it. Yeah, it's, it was fascinating. My first introduction to it, Lori, was after my near-death experience in 1997, I was led to Joshua David Stone's books. And I can remember um, being in Mexico and reading those and and feeling like this truth, like, oh, my goodness, wow. Um, and I remember telling my husband at the time, like, you have to read this. And he was like, oh. <laughs> but, you know, in all these years since then, you know, connecting to that, I mean, there, there's so much more 
that is alive and conscious and there's so much more um multidimensionally that is occurring on this planet beneath i mean that many people have no idea of you know a lot of people in these communities do but um Anyway, and and you just bring through so much information, Lori. What I'd like to do before we take any more questions and then we go into the uh, journey uh, to Lemuria is talk about all the different items in your package because a lot of the things that we're kind of highlighting, you go into more deeply in a lot of these different um, uh, things that you've added here. So this is the Ascension Guidance Package from Lori. You can find it at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace. You'll see Lori's a smiling face, and she's holding Puda, Master Cat Puda. You'll see his his beautiful face as well. So uh, in this Ascension Guidance Package, there are four products and seven workshops. Um, there's Ascension Guidance. There's, um, I mean, Lori, do you have it in front of you by chance? I'm going to bring it up. Just give me a second here. And um, I'll just, I'll just say the titles of each of these, and then you can add in. Um, then there's Lori and Mastercat Puda Speak. This is um, another uh, download. And then the messages from the great whales and dolphins. Guided meditations with the whales and dolphins. Activating your pineal gland, your third eye access to your superpowers. Um, aligning, that's a three-hour workshop, by the way. Um, aligning with your soul's purpose, um, that's a two-hour workshop. Um, animal communication workshop, um, that's three hours long. So you'll know what are your animals saying to you. If you want to develop your ability to communicate with them. And then the next one that I mentioned earlier is connecting to your star family and your galactic lineage. Um, that's a two-hour workshop. Uh, developing your intuition, your clairaudient and telepathic abilities. That's a three-and-a-half-hour workshop. And then manifest living in solution energy three-hour workshop, um, a healing modalities class series. That's two three-hour workshops. There is so much in this package, Lori. Um, what what yeah. feels important to add here? Well, I just brought it up, and I scanned down to catch up to you. The very last class that's listed is the one we talked about, Connect to Your Star Family. Discover your galactic lineage with that. That is huge if this is something of interest to you. Right. Uh, it's something you can research, of course, and continue the rest of your life. Is you reach out, I, I can tell you this for a fact, if you, you start reaching out to your true star family, believe me, they'll reach back, okay? They will. They're mm -hmm. waiting for that. But they're limited by your free will. I mean, they can't just beam into your living room and sit down. I wish they, I'm sure they want to. <laughs> but they can't. Okay, you have to ask for it. You have to want to connect with them. And you have to create that vibration again that allows you to cohabitate, so to speak, together, to talk, to mm -hmm. to be together. And you have to come out of any kind of feeling small. Because or if, fear. When they make contact with you, mm -hmm. the important thing is they can help remind you who you really are and get, get you deeper onto your path, uh, whatever that may be, you know. I mean, maybe you're already on your path, but maybe you're not doing it as big and as grand as, 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 as you want to. I don't, I don't know the answer to that, but you do. You do. And they'll help you, support you through that, so. And then I just tried to put in, you know, a lot of different things for people because, to me, everybody should have a smattering of dolphin and whale energy because, uh, if you don't already know, when you listen to whale sounds, the chemistry in your body, in your blood crystals, starts to change. Not only does it change, it starts to turn into star tetrahedrons, which 
is the Merkaba or the light body. So uh, science has proven now that listening to whale sounds is the most powerful healing sound available. And I've been doing it on faith for 19 years. And now all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but a few years ago, Dr. Todd uh, Ovakaitis worked with uh, Dr. Emoto before he passed away. They were able to clear the Tokyo tap water using whale sounds to actually scientifically prove what we're talking about. So I want everybody on the planet to know that. <laughs> that's pretty big, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to feel better? Play whale sounds. <laughs> so that's in here. One, one thing um, that feels really important is the, the very last one. It's two three-hour workshops about um, – uh, different healing modalities. So there's angelic healing, healing with the violet flame, whale healing and clearing, dolphin DNA healing and calibration, Pleiadian tonings, um, and Andara crystal healing. So all of that is in two different three-hour workshops. So pretty fun too. Isn't yeah. it fun to, to something new that's healing? I mean, how good is that? You know, now you can see put a lying right on you. Uh, you can ask your animals to work with you in that way, or you can call her in etherically. She'll show up. She loves to be asked. Um, <laughs> there's no, you know, whips and chains making her do this. She she lives to jump on the next person to heal them. <laughs> Could be you. <laughs> call in Master Cat Fuda. <laughs> um, and being multidimensional, Fuda can be in multiple places at once. So he can be in sunrise, traveling um, <laughs> across the country. He can be with you. He can be. Oh, call her up. Oh, Say, are you done? Can you come over? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so a lot here, Lori. Thank you so much for putting this together. And, um, you know, the Ascension Guidance, the, the first one, I think is really, you know, a basic understanding of, you know, what is ascension, the initiatory processes, um, the physical changes, you know, living in your sacred heart, which is so important, um, unity breath meditation, activating your third eye, all of these things, creating the light body. You know, you go through all of these things that, you know, can really give people a better understanding, um, whether they are new to awakening or um, they've been on the path for a long time. There's there's so much here um, to explore. So uh, for those of the, you who are, yeah, go ahead. For the movie, and the movie is free. So if you, ha- you have the CD or this download and you listen to them step by step, they'll help you go deeper into the processes that we show in the film that you can't do in a film. You know, you can't take someone into a 20-minute unity breath in a film because, well, they'd have to close their eyes and not watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> the, right. the film is on the next page on our website, and it's free, and it's right beside this. So you would get this in this package, but you get it at a big discount. So I just want to point right. out you can have the movie, too. That's beautiful. Um Thank you, Lori, so very much for creating all of this. Um, you know, we have a lot of comments in here, a lot of people really uh, enjoying all the information and curious to know more. So that's why she's put all this together. And, you know, because, Lori, how long has, have you been doing this? When did you have the, the near-death experience? What year was it? Which year? 1994. 94, okay. Yeah. Oh, that was um, with Trudy. This, this is, yes. The cat continues to incarnate. Uh, right. But all this, of this, what I'm saying is all of this wisdom has been 
um, you've accumulated, remembered, ignited all of these things since then. So there's a lot of information and wisdom available. And uh, I would love to make sure that we have time to do this journey, um, this Lemurian journey, Lori. So how do you feel about moving into that? I think that'd be fine, yeah. Um, okay. If people want, you know, depending on, well, we'll just see how people feel. If they have questions or, you know, there's more information. Let me just scan through my notes here and see if there's anything that I want to say. Yeah, so our intention um, is to connect with the energy and the consciousness of Lemuria. Not to set so much uh, a bucket goal, you know, where I have to go here, I have to do that, I have to meet this person. Uh, I would I would let that go. I would let it go and I would say I would like to have the highest and best experience that I can have in the vibration I currently exist in. I would like to raise my ability to love myself and others. I would like to experience making contact with other beings that would be Telosian or Lemurian or both. Um, that can assist me on my path right now, that can help me carry more light and to bring me help bring me more joy, to show me bigger parts of myself. Does that make sense? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I think the words that we're going to structure are, we will open a portal uh, or a gateway uh, into the side of Mount Shasta. And as to who comes out of the portal or if you're invited in or both, um, I would let that be a personal experience for yourself. I would let it be something really beautiful, you know, something that uh, that you can't predict. That uh, brand new experience. That would be my hope. Mm -hmm. That would be the way it would go. Yeah, and and no comparison to anybody else's experience. Just let it be a unique exactly. and beautiful yeah. um, experience for you. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to put on, uh, I want you to tell me, Carrie, if this is, too loud or too soft. I just like to have something in the background and this is. Okay. Tell me, how's that sound? I like it. It sounds good. Okay. okay. So everyone, take some deep breaths. It's also a good idea if you have a blindfold to put it on to block out the exterior light so that you can go deeper. If you don't, just, you know, throw a scarf or something over your head and turn out the lights. I want you to deeply listen now. I want you to hear the calling to return to paradise where you once existed. It is a place that your soul knows place of eternal beauty, perfect peace, as lightworkers and people who are committed to creating peace on earth, together we are called to return to ancient Lemuria. In this moment, we are one with all life everywhere, and it is our destiny to create it in our lives now to share it with others. It is time to return to the heart, surrender the mind, and take a journey. 
all of your guides are gathering now to assist me finding the perfect words for this. And what they're saying is, if you're connecting to the word Lemuria, even before you got on the call today, you definitely were a part of this experience. You either walked on the land during the time of or you exist now in the Telosian city and underneath the beautiful Mount Shasta. So see yourself in your light body, living in a 5D community, communicating directly with the great whales, and your gifts were fully activated. You were fully clairvoyant, clairaudient, being telepathic, able to hear communications that were nonverbal. You existed in service to the light of our Creator. You were a part of co-creating for others and yourself for the highest and best good of all that were there. So it shouldn't be a far stretch now to tune that listening skill that you have. Let's tune it to the Lemurians now that live under the mountain of Mount Shasta and tell us open to hear what they would have to say to you. They would like you to know that they are fulfilling their promise. They're reaching out in all different ways to connect to humanity. And the fact that you're here lets them know that you're one of those beings that wants to connect to them. This is the lifetime when you have asked to return to peace and harmony. It is a time to acknowledge yourself as a divine being of light. It's a time to know that the codes of creation that are within you are restoring themselves. They're growing and they're expanding. More of the true self is being activated. So see and feel the beautiful mountain now feel this beautiful light ship that's come and it's all around us. And they're asking if we'd like to journey back now to the islands of Hawaii, to the remnants of the continent of Lemuria. And if you agree, step onto the light ship and journey now as we come back to Hawaii, directly over the summit of Kilauea where the volcano is. Goddess Pele is welcoming you back to her volcano and to her council. Today we easily drop into the core of the volcano and see ourselves together within the womb of the earth. Here the volcano bursts us back into unity, back into passion. Goddess Pele reminds you of the power of connecting to her when you remember your own truth, the passion of your soul, and the creativity that lives within you is activated once again as you rise up fully charged with the energy and love of Mother Earth. Listen to the sound of your heart and your breath. 
Still, the ancient rhythms move through you. Remember that all land was originally created by volcanic acid. We honor the process of the creation of the lava. This is the perfect moment with the energy of fire all around you to release anything that does not serve you. To let go of it. Give it back to the earth. Give it to the fire. And allow this eruption of passion to flow through your body, bringing you a huge dose of true self-love, which will help you remember more about who you really are and the importance of your life. Allow yourself to be purified by this fire. Now, suggest that you take this fire with you as we journey on, as it will help you create the courage to make the changes in your life when you get home. Fire, the element of creation, helping you remember who you really are and claiming that deep power within. Now take some deep cleansing breaths, staying in your heart, and we're going to move forward now, remembering more of our beloved Lemuria. We're going to acknowledge the Council of Shambhala, the Council of Telos, if you will. These beloved Lemurians receive permission from Prime Creator, from the Galactic Federation of Planets, and Hollow Earth Agarthians to construct their city within the caverns of the mountain of Mount Shasta. The new city was called Telos, meaning communication, understanding, and oneness with spirit. The city of Telos under Mount Shasta has remained these many years in a higher dimension, flourishing and awaiting the day that the Lemurians can connect with humanity in the third dimension. It was prophesied that one day many would gather in groups and would reconnect to the ancient city of Telos. Today brings in this long-awaited celebration. Together we have joined our love. And we are right back here again now on the slopes of the sacred mountain of Mount Shasta. Allow yourself to become very still, feeling your heartbeat, feeling your breath, As you open your eyes, you take note that this beautiful whale approaches you now. It gently asks if you'll merge your beingness, floating into the left eye of this great ancient one. We suggest you merge without fear, as you are completely safe within the body of this old friend, who is one of the molecular librarians of the Records. Vibration is peaceful. You are floating within the womb of this very old whale. The whale asks you, will you be a representative of love and light for the two civilizations once you return? Will you take what you have seen here 
what you have learned, what you have remembered, and will you bring it to the outer world? It's important that the two hearts become one. Now, you are lovingly greeted by many members of the Shambhala Council, many of the Telosians who live within Mount Shasta. We are here in this beautiful portal tunnel. We're going to take a moment now to greet the leader, Adama, as he steps out of the cavern. He is telling us that this is an opportunity to heal your own personal and your planetary records. Accepting this healing will be of great service to the planet and to humanity as you're chosen to be a wayshower. Of course, the whales will assist every step of the way. He explains that the Telosians have lived here in the sacred mountain for so many thousands of years now. They exist and harmonize in this higher vibration that we call the fifth dimension. And so some of them are unable to come out to meet you in the physical. But they're offering their welcome to you. They're offering their vibration. They're offering you to come to the doorway of consciousness as often as you like. And that someone will come to greet you. And what's going to happen now will be unique for each of you. As the doorway or the portal opens, some of you will be taken into the plaza area where the beautiful fountains are, and you will be greeted by a Lemurian friend or even family member. And what happens after that could be a personal journey. You could be invited into a home. You could be invited into a healing temple. You could be invited into one of the outer caves where you'll have a chance to ask questions and to be with one of the great elders. There are many opportunities here for you. And each person, of course, uh, is loved equally and has the opportunity now to take this chance to be a servant of the light, to release any practices or habits that would lower your vibration. Lift yourself up and give permission to, for this softening of the Lemurians and acceptance of absolute faith, radical acceptance of a higher vibration and great joy. Asking to rebirth yourself as much as possible during this experience. Each of you lovingly accepting your role in the natural way as a wayshower of the light. We'll take a moment now as you connect to one of the Lemurian brothers or sisters who have come out and have come to you in your well-merged well body. And they're going to guide you to the next place will be perfect and right for you. Enjoy this journey. Stay open in your heart and know that your well friend will bring you back to this same area when this next portion is completed. Enjoy.
beloved one. It is time now to express your gratitude. Turn to the great well who's assisted you. Turn to the Telosians that have helped you or have greeted you. Perhaps you're with a council member from Shambhala. Perhaps you're with one of the great healers. But for today, it is time to move into gratitude, thanking them, bringing you back to our meeting place, where we will journey back to your physical body. Reconnecting to the well, if you want to, coming back into the eye. From this place, we honor the calling that brought you to here, that brought you on this journey, that gave you this very important role in this gathering today as we journey into Lemuria. Together, we choose to use this vibrational opportunity to create an opening for all souls that also wish to anchor the new golden Lemuria here on Earth. We acknowledge that we have awakened to our true selves as conscious creators, and we choose love. We know this is the lifetime that we have waited for. It is time to gather with soul family. It is time to create sustainable communities of light, returning to the Garden of Lemuria. We are the flowers of the new earth. Let us weave our heart lights together as we connect all that has been created together. And we bring it together and we offer it to the crystalline grid surrounding beautiful Mother Earth, asking to use our collective energy to even raise her vibration. In doing so, we offer blessings to all life everywhere. And we begin by anchoring this now, this new vibration, this template, down into hollow Earth. Feel the harmony around you. Feel the blessings. Feel the joy and the celebration. It is important that we work to restore right relationship now with all of mankind and all of Earth. Bring these memories with you as you return now home to your physical body feeling completely loved and supported. I am Laurie Rian, the voice of Lemuria. Welcome home. <laughs> Thank you, Laurie. What a beautiful journey um, and opportunity. Thank you for allowing people, you know, the, that bit of time to actually explore. Um, yeah. You know, I you know I think that gave people just the ability or the capacity to uh, experience something a little deeper. So, how is everybody feeling? Did you enjoy that um, that um, reunion, really? And you know, as we as as you shared before we went into that, you know, that let it be a unique experience for you and. I certainly hope that it was. 
If any of you would like to write in and share, that would be great. If not, that's great too. Um, uh, as I said before, I don't want it to be, you know, a comparison thing that there's a, a better or worse experience because every single experience is just right for you at this time. So another thing is, you know, if people want to experience that again on their own, they can and really deepen that connection with, um, <laughs> with Talos and, and the council there or whoever, whoever ends up showing up. So, uh, yeah. Um, thank you for that, Lori. Uh, and I feel for yeah. some people to have the assistance of the whales, that might have been their yeah. first time experiencing that vibrational upgrade just be immediately available to them. You know? Exactly. And that's Enjoy something to play with and practice and enjoy. And, uh, yeah, I think some people are starting to come back a little bit here. Um, Linda said, I'm still floating in the beauty and the peacefulness of it. Thank you so much. Um, Antoinette said, this has been such a beautiful unfolding. So grateful to be here today. Thank you for that, Lori. Thank you for sharing, Antoinette. Um yeah, and and I feel a lot of people are still in it because um, it was a deep journey and uh, hard to come back, isn't it? Like, let's just it it kind thing. of is. So, um, uh, <laughs> once you've gone to paradise, you know you're like, uh, I'm not checking out just yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yes, and that's why we're here is to, you know, taste that um, portal of paradise, that experience more and more, and to create it in our lives. And uh, so, Lori, as we start to wrap up, um, anything else you want to share or if there's anything else that feels significant um, to share uh, today? Well, I thought we could just take a couple minutes. And we could bless uh, a glass of water, each of us, or a bottle of water. And then we could drink some of that beautiful blessed water. And what I did, up, uh, we did a global water blessing up at the headwaters, uh, the Sacramento River when we were up there. And mm-hmm. some words forward that people have really enjoyed, which was basically using that water blessing to renew your vows in this lifetime to yourself. And it doesn't take very long. If people would like mm-hmm. to do that, we could. Let's absolutely do that. Yes, it sounds beautiful. Okay, so everybody grab a glass or a bottle of water. Yeah. And hold it to your heart. And we say the magic words, water, we bless you. Water, we love you. Water, we are grateful for you. Please forgive us for polluting you or harming you in any way. Please accept our love and our reverence and our trust here today. And we're going to say the Ho'opono prayer wherever you are three times to the water in your glass or your bottle. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Water, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. Water, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. 
and I love you. Now I want you to feel the music welling up inside you, your music, your song, as you drink some of this blessed water. And visualize the star tetrahedrons forming in your body because you've decided to do this and you've decided to do it in the presence of others. And now, just for a moment, you've decided to do it um, in the presence of humpback whales. So here's a little song. Feel everything changing and shifting now. The whale song blesses your body. Now, from your higher self, if you align with these words, please say them from the deepest place of your heart, speaking directly to yourself. Hello, beloved, precious one. I am holy. I am sacred. I am a precious soul. I am loved beyond measure. I am in gratitude for my journey to earth. I am in gratitude for being present here, right now, today. Take a little bit of your beautiful holy water now and anoint your head with a few drops of water. I anoint myself with this blessed water. And I honor myself deeply. I am love. And I am light. I am divinity embodied. I accept this blessing from the deepest place of my heart. I choose to connect to my immortal, eternal soul. On this very special day, I renew my vows to be fully present, to be powerful, and to be a light being right here on earth. Look deeply into yourself and say, I see you. I recognize you as source light. We close this prayer and vow renewal with the deepest gratitude possible for this very personal experience and connection. I am love. Namaste. Mm, thank you, Lori. Beautiful. <laughs> Just beautiful. And uh, I hope all of you enjoyed that um, few more people have written in since we kind of came back a little bit. Uh, 
Sherry said, oh my goodness, tears flowing, absolutely beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Didn't want to come back. It went very deep and still integrating. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Sherry. And uh, Mayor from Denver said, loves, I was taken into the left eye of a whale in the Vancouver Aquarium around 1990. It was ineffable experience that lasted forever. I adore the whales and adore the millennials and other children. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Mayor. Um, Jackie said, it feels like the whale energy is stronger since the world shut down. Uh, have you had any new experiences since then? Uh, Jackie's wondering, Lori, with the whales. I do believe it is stronger. Uh, they've been invited you know, into our world in so many different ways uh, to help us. Sometimes it takes yeah. a tragedy or whatever you want to call it to, to call out the big helpers, you know. And they've been able to express themselves to, to truly help us all over the world. Um, in March of 2020, I uh, asked the white whales that, you know, that create the light body templates, what's going on? <laughs> this isn't supposed to happen, is it? And they said, no, it's not. So I said, well, what can we do? And they said, well, we don't know. But we're going to find out. And so they went away, I guess you'd say, and then in a few days we made contact and they gave me, uh, it's on our website if you like, um, the healing for the COVID, you know, an, an immune response basically to give you a perfect shield of golden light to wear in the presence of the virus and the different things that are going on. Mm -hmm. I think over 8,000 people have done it and uh, I'm just so grateful that I, I asked that question. If I hadn't asked that question, maybe they wouldn't have answered, you know. So <laughs> I... I, I Saying, have they changed? Have they upgraded their ability to help us? And, and they're on it. You know, they're doing it. Yes. The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. well, thank you for that. And thank you for the question, Jackie. And um, I'm just grateful for all of you who are here and participated in that journey and really allowed yourself to go deep with that. Um, and uh, Lori, thank you for everything that you brought through today. Um, all the wisdom, the information, the love, everything, and my love to Puda as well. Thank you both for being here. You're welcome. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> Good. Um, and to each of you who have been with us, um, thank you. Thank you for your openness, your readiness, your love, and your presence today. Uh, and just thank you for going on this soulful adventure and journey with us. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation uh, from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Take flight, beautiful beacons of light, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light next time. Uh, bye, everyone. <laughs>